Hello and welcome to the Northern Monkeys football show. Uh, we've had a great Christmas uh, and New Year's coming up as well. Um, but we've got a shitload of football to talk about and plenty of time to wind Oden up in the next hour or so. Why? Uh, why? Why not? That's what yeah. you need to be asking yourself. Correct. Um, <laughs> so Oden's here, obviously. Hello, Oden. Hello, everyone. Merry Christmas. Uh, Wayne Pie is here as always. Yeah, Merry Christmas. I, I do have some concerns though. Bow. Well, we're all doing this via uh, video call, and none of us seem to know how to operate the camera. Since so Odin, I can only see your chin. Nuttall, I can only see your left ear, and Laxit, I can only see your left eye. Well, then you've well, got a problem. I think that is perfectly. Also yeah. the same. I think that's definitely your problem, Wayne. Nobody else's. You, you're definitely an old person with technology, Wayne. Yeah. You, anyway. You're everyone's granddad. Yeah, correct. <laughs> uh, Nuttall's here as well. He's was a fighter pilot this week. So nice to have you, Nuttall. It's lovely to be here again. <laughs> um, did we all have a merry, merry, merry Christmas? A very merry. Sound a positive for everybody. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that's a no from you, then, Wayne. Uh, it's been a very Merry Christmas from me, Alexa. Thank you. I uh, I have literally nothing else to add on this. Okay. That was a nice bit of chit-chat to start this show. Well done, guys. Let's keep would, this going. I would say I'm very disappointed that no one's wearing uh, their Christmas present. Very mine's, mine's had an outing already. And uh, in, in proper Northern Monkey style, I actually do have one of my Christmas presents here with me. Is it a beer? No. You see a picture oh, yes! of Ian Hendon in a love art. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it in a love art picture frame. That's brilliant. Odin, you went with us the other day when we uncovered um, something about uh, Nuttall's shirt. Uh, the team that Nuttall got as his Christmas present, uh, they don't exist anymore. No, they don't. Right. Well, one of the metallurgers. Yeah. yeah. They only exist for about five years. Sadly deceased. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Wayne's fine. Come. I, I didn't do that much research on this one. <laughs> I, I, it was very difficult to find any sort of shirt that involved the word metal edge. All right. Um, but it, it it turns out odd that they folded in 2015 uh, because of the annex of uh, Crimea. So yeah, um, it didn't it didn't go too well. Basically, blame Putin. Yeah. And I appreciate the Helm shirt win, but it has started to come apart already. Uh, and I've only won it one. So, you know. Like I said, I just wanted to see you wear a blue and white shirt about of a Sheffield team. That's all. But you haven't seen me wear it. But I wanted to. That was the point. Right, okay, cool. Right. Talking about football, uh, shall we start with... We're going to start with Leeds United. Um, double win. T- two wins since the uh, since Manchester United loss. Uh, happy with that, Odd? Obviously. Yeah, more than, more than happy. More than happy. Um, tough game uh, against Burnley, which we ground at. We could have probably gone up a gear or two. Uh, but it was one of them games where just Bielsa must have just been listening to uh, our podcast and thought, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll show you a, a shitty 1-0 grind it out win. So he did that, and then last night, he was just a golfing class. 
for West Brom. We're just, we're just fucking miles better than them. Big Sam, Big Sam, my ass, because that his game plan went out of window in the first ten fifteen minutes when that own goal went in, and we just took them to bits after that. Well, two two points to raise out of this, Lord. First of all, can we have a timestamp of how quickly Odin's bit? Into this podcast, he started um, before before we started recording. He told us all he wasn't going to bite this week, and unprompted, he just bit. No, I've not bit. I've a bit. And um, secondly, Od, I I, uh, I didn't realise you'd signed Romain Sawyer's, but I thought you had a really good game for you. <laughs> yeah, we, we were actually linked with him before West Brom got him. How much of an impact did that goal have, Ode? Do you think the game could be different if they, if they would have gifted you 1-0? Not overall. Uh, we were just miles better than them from first to 90th minute. Um, but that did give us a... did set the tone, shall we say. The thing is, in games like that, if you get an early goal... Like you say, game plan goes out at window because they'd have been difficult to break down if the longer yeah. they held on to it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. Wa- I didn't watch it. I hadn't seen highlights of it actually either, so I can't comment on the game itself. Uh, but West Brom, they they're there to do a job like they did to Liverpool on in the game as long as they can and hope to nick some Yeah. Uh, and obviously they they've not managed to do that early on against you. No, and like so that that that's that is what kind of game plan I think they did come into game with just to compact everything and obviously that that early goal it just threw them and uh, and then they had to come out then because we scored soon after that to make it two so is is it yeah. worthwhile we're on this subject discussing Sam Allardyce uh, Sam Allardyce's comments about wanting the circuit break from football for two weeks because he's 66 and he doesn't want to get COVID. We can mention that now. I'll cut it out of the running order for later. That's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Sam Allardyce, who chose to come back into football during a global pandemic, now thinks that we should have a two-week break. Um, the cynical part side of me is saying that the only reason he wants a, a two-week break is so he can have a couple of weeks with his players who are new, bring in a couple of sign-ins and basically make everything better for himself. I don't see how a circuit breaker is going to help football. If you're not going to have a national circuit break where everybody stops doing anything, how is that going to help football win? Uh, I think he can have his two-week circuit breaker uh, by just basically playing shit in third round at FA Cup, uh, and that'll do it for him. In theory, it's a good idea, but in the practic- practical it's just not going to work this season. And it's probably the only manager that's going to want it. Well, he's going to want it. He wants it for personal reasons, doesn't he? He wants a couple of weeks with that squad to try and drill his ideas into him. He knew how old he were and he knew what was going on when he took the job. So, sorry, Sam. Bollocks to you. Yeah. And anyway, if they have a circuit breaker, they'll still be training together. They're not just going to disappear, are they? Yeah, no. That's the thing, so. isn't it? I mean, two weeks, right? When you think about it, the, how, how long are they actually going to be away from each other? You know, they won't be. Yeah, they won't for, in a two week, they won't. They just won't play anybody. 
now, so it, it don't make sense. If you if you if you go are going to have a circuit breaker, then you, you need to do it for longer. But then you, obviously you've got the fixture pile up from that. So for for two week, it's pointless. Yeah, I agree. You you, you, go, you are going to get a fixture congestion anyway. You look at League One. I think on there were like five games or six games on Tuesday night in League One because of COVID outbreaks at their respective clubs. You might as well just play the games as and when you can at the minute. If, if we can get the games on, get the games on. Particularly with Euros again as well. Yeah. And to be fair, if he wants to play a weakened team against Blackpool, then he'll have a two-week circuit breaker anywhere. Yeah. So what's his, what's his complaint? Yeah, it, it did and, seem and odd. Their, their, their focus is going to be on staying in Premier League, which they probably won't. But that's yeah, going to be the focus. They, so they may well do with Big Sam there now. Yeah, it, 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 it just seems odd to me that if if it were that worried about it, why is why did he decide to come back into into yeah. a job at a time which he thinks is dangerous? I if, I if don't it buy were, it. I don't buy it. No, I don't. Because he needs money to buy chips and gravy and holidays to Marbella. It's true. Um, early days, Valadice, not all, but other than losing five nil, there's some okay signs for West Brom, isn't there? Well, they've got a good point at Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, not many people get points at Liverpool this season, so uh, it is a good sign. Although West Brom historically do get points at Liverpool and usually mm. Liverpool celebrate them quite uh, <laughs> over-exuberantly. So, uh, yeah, it's early days, isn't it? I just said they've they've got a good result at Liverpool and then they've been battered by Leeds. So, I can't, I can't say it's good or it's bad, but I think Sam Allardyce usually galvanises teams and he He'll, he'll have them, if not safe, on the cusp of safety, whereas they possibly wouldn't have been with Billage. Fair point. Before we move on from Leeds United and this, oh, I've got to ask about, we're in the middle of uh, people getting upset about what some, one of the pundits said about getting promoted last year. Um, basically said, COVID got you promoted. Uh, thoughts? Massive buy incoming? No, no, <laughs> there's not a massive buy because... Uh, I'll probably end up in trouble uh, <laughs> for, what I'd, for what I'd said. But what I will say is we've done it with, with other pundits. We've done it with other managers, clubs in re, in last six months. And no one's ever said anything. There's never been so much uproar. But because Karen Khan has said it, there's now uproar. So... <laughs> We could go into this, but I think it's best we don't. <laughs> is, is it? I mentioned the other ones. I think I'm going to include the other ones in it. Is it? Is it necessary for your club admin to get involved in shit like that? No, it's not. Is it? It's the personal attack thing. We talk about it. We heard and we wind him up. But every every comment about Leeds is a personal attack. Yeah. For some reason, or that it's, it's taken as one bit like Villa fans with Grealish, personal attack. No. It's exactly the same. Feel need to get involved uh, unnecessary. Somebody says days on chance series are a fucking wanker. I'm not going to argue with him. I'll just let him get on with it. <laughs> yeah, because he is. <laughs> uh, there's just there's there's a lot of lazy punditry and comments. And there is across the game, though. I know. Well, I know, but we, we just we just pulling them out, and uh, 
like weeds. <laughs> Leads the weeds, weeds. pullers. Wayne, your <laughs> thoughts? Likes who got a name for the show. <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm going to sit on the fence, to be honest with you, because I, I can see the point that's being made that mm. if this weren't a female pundit, I think it'd probably get swept under the rug a little bit. People would take the piss, but it, it wouldn't be as targeted because it's a female pundit that said it, and social media is a haven for trolls. Uh, Left-wingers. Left-wingers win. I was just about to say, if anyone's ever seen Nuttall's Twitter account, <laughs> you'll realise what social media is. Um, but I also agree with Odin is that there's a lot of lazy punditry out there and people just saying things to try and get themselves uh, further along in their careers. So I, I, I can see it from both sides, to be honest. I'd be interested to know your point, of, your uh, view on this one, Lexi, actually. Fair enough. I, I think I sort of see what she's saying. If, if COVID won again, we don't know what, what could have happened. Something similar could have happened to previous seasons. It might not. We will we will never know. The, we, the, I've not seen the full in, full program, so I don't know if, she, if if they went into it further and they talked about it a bit more. Or oh, sorry, it was the 15-second clip, which Leeds United unnecessarily tweeted out. Um, I think it was unnecessary, and I think it is unnecessary for a, a club admin to get involved in shit like that. I don't know many others that get involved, and like Nuttall says act as if everything said negative about the club is a personal insult. It's football. If you pull, if you, if you called out every single pundit who was a shit pundit, you'd never do all else. Don, Go- Don, Goodman, Don Goodman would have had it for years on yeah. the Wednesday games. <laughs> we've, done it, we've done it with other clubs and, and yeah, I, I, for years and no one's a bad an eyelid about it. You know, but and, they, but they have. Now because Karen Carney. No, they haven't. Not as much, no, but they have. They just just, have just stop stuff. crying when people talk talk about you. It's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think it's it was necessary. It. It's, it's, it's a storm created. It's a storm created by Leeds United. If you if Leeds United wouldn't have tweeted about it, we wouldn't nobody be nobody be talking about it. Listen, right, she'd have still got the same amount of shit that she not had as much about it. Oh, wouldn't she? Did what? you see social media before before uh, Lee's tweeted that? Uh, Lee, hell, uh, I, I, all my timeline was filled with 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 that. A club a club tweeting about amplifies it. It would still have been I'm, there. I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not saying they won't, but a, cl- a club tweeting about it definitely amplifies it unnecessarily. She, she should she should think before making stupid comments then. <laughs> I don't think I it's th- a stupid comment. Like I say, I think we should move on. Before I do as well. <laughs> I do as well. This uh, is dangerous. Going, it's going to end up dangerously close to the bleep. Even, even, <laughs> Nuttall, even Nuttall is looking at this going, oh, this is fraught with danger. <laughs> um, I've upset Odin, so I'm going to now upset Wayne by talking about Arsenal being very successful over the last two games. Um, beating Chelsea, a good, really good win against Chelsea and Brighton as well, which is probably where you'd expect to be. Uh, turn turn of the corner, Wayne, or just a blip, or they're getting back to sort of where they should be mid-table-ish. Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is. It's a, as far as I'm concerned, it's a blip. They'll uh, they'll continue to enjoy their season of mediocrity, um, and I will continue to wank myself silly over it. Okay, fantastic. 
Oh, they've obviously had a terrible run, and now they're getting a couple of wins. What now? We come now. They flirted with relegation. It was never really serious. They sort of flirted with it with a zone a bit. Yeah. Does it? Is it took a bit as that? Now they've won. Is it took a bit of pressure off them in terms of progressing to challenge for you, which is what they think they should be doing anyway. Probably, but when you look at the uh, the changes that he made, I mean it, that that side that drew with Chelsea, I think they they did call on it. A few youngsters, didn't they? They beat Chelsea uh, comfortably. They didn't draw with him, but continue. Uh, sorry, <laughs> beat, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So whether them youngsters can have the same kind of impact throughout the season, who knows? But well, yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's. I think it's. Uh, they've got chucked in against Chelsea. They played all right. They played well on night. I do think. That game in particular were helped by a bit of luck, a lot of luck. That penalty for me mm. weren't a penalty, which put them one nil up before half time. The Saka one were a cross. I don't care what he says. He looked at <laughs> man at back. He looked over to the man at the back post yeah. that he were aiming for. Uh, I thought until the the penalty that put them one nil up. I thought although Chelsea didn't pay, play particularly well, he still. Watched that game and thought, well, Chelsea are going to grow in this game. They they've got more about them than Arsenal have got. As, as it happened, they got they got the penalty and Chelsea sort of never never got going. And they, and they're not going as a rule anyway. They're in a bit of bad form themselves. So mm. Arsenal one nil win at Brighton. Well, you expect that really, don't you? I suppose I don't think that's anything. You, if they'd have not won that, you'd have been you'd have been saying, well, they should be winning that. So. Mid-table, mid-table mediocrity is what they will continue to be this season for me. Yeah, I agree. Aubameyang still struggling to find goals. It's uh, well, it's... they dropped him, didn't they, against Chelsea? Yeah, I'm gonna say, I yeah. Uh, he started against Brighton, but again, missed missed some okay chances. Chances you'd expect him to be better. Uh, I assume Wayne, you think is a massive part of why they're struggling, him not scoring. I think he's a massive part of why my dream team's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, Have you not yeah. swapped him out by now? I've got faith. <laughs> well, that's not strictly true. I just I don't it's really. A, the thing is, I'm sure you would be able to get good money from replacing him. Mm. So I'll, I'm amazed you've not replaced him, right? Yeah, okay, I don't know how transfers work. <laughs> <laughs> Old man technology. That's the yeah. second what, time today. What are you waiting for? Fucking Bogman ruling. <laughs> January transfer window, I think. <laughs> as soon as I've worked out how to do transfers, because I, I have done it once, but I kind of stumbled across it by accident. There's a button that says transfers. There is. It literally says transfers. Okay. Transfers. I don't know if you can see it. I've clicked the wrong button. Anyway, there's a button that says transfers, Wayne. Okay. Um, great. Don't put me in charge of anything in the social media. Um, I'm really not having a great year with technology. You're having a great life with technology. Hi, calm down. Bit okay. Harsh. Uh, briefly on Chelsea, obviously they lost three one, and I think they drew, didn't they? With um, Villa, uh, Ode, Blip, or has Frankie Lampard got some issues? Um. I'd say. I'm hoping it's uh, he's got real issues. Uh, um, he's just going to want to 
go in January and spend a lot of money again, isn't it? Yeah, really. Uh, look at look at looking at table now. It don't. It's not don't read very well for them. The three points off fourth, but fourth have got a game in hand to them. They level with Villa, who've got two games in hand to them. The and thing you've got to remember is they've made a hell of a lot of signings this summer, and uh, although people think uh, probably by the end of the season they'll be up there, I don't think anybody expected them to start strong because they've not had a big, they've not had a full pre-season with them. There's a lot of new players in there. I, I I don't think it's a blip as such, but I think they've probably started a little bit better than what I expected them to. Mm. They're now having the struggles, and I think probably come end of January, early February, they'll have settled together as a squad and they'll probably push on a bit. If they're not pushing on by then, then the, uh, Abramovich, he might, he might like Lampard, but at the end of the day, he's invested a lot of money in that squad, so he's not going to mm. accept... Uh, Mediocrity from them. Yeah. yeah, they've got the tools to do it, and they've shown they can do it. Uh, yeah. So it's just a matter of whether they, they can build on what they've already they've already got and get past these kind of the results. I will mm-hmm. say, I think uh, tactically against Arsenal, it were completely wrong. They're a team that struggles to defend <laughs> yeah. in the air. The fact they never they put good balls in box. The fact they never brought Giroud in on that game just astounded me. I was sat there for half an hour in thinking, "Oh, it's made for Giroud this. Mm. Get get him on." And they never fetched him on, and I just couldn't couldn't get made around that. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, he's he's learning, but he's got to learn quicker than that if he wants to. Like we we don't know the patience that Bramovich might have because he knows him. Uh, so interested with them. Uh, Man U are having a fantastic start. It's the best start they've had since they finished second to Manchester's Centurions. Um, so it's a very good start for them. Sit second place, 32 points in. Um, a late win, win against Wolves, very, very late win for Marcus Rashford. Um, and they picked up a point against Leicester at the weekend. That's a couple of good results, isn't it? A point away to Leicester and a win at home to Wolves. They're the type of games that Man U haven't been do, getting points on winning games and now they're starting to do it. Yeah, four points from two games. Can't really complain about that. Tony Pulis would have loved it. Um, it they're having a good season. They're doing, they're doing all right. I mean, they're up there. They're probably doing enough. To, they're probably doing enough to get themselves a top four place, uh, which is a big call, I admit. But playing well enough for it. Or the second at minute. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they're going to have too many complaints. I mean, they will because they're Man U fans and they always want to have a good whinge, but what are you upset about at this stage of the season? I still don't think they're the, the Man U of old, I'll say that. And, and no. they're, having a good, they're having a good spell. Uh, they're good going forward. They're not particularly good defensively. I, I don't know if they've still got that or at the ground it out against Wolves and they've got that win at Ra- and, and Rashford in particular is in a good spell. But are they? I don't, I just, I don't think they're that good. I don't know why. I can't even yeah. put my finger on it, but we've, I, don't, I think they're not good at middle. They're not good at middle up park. We've talked about this before. You can't compare them to the manual of old. That generation's it's done. That era. But manual fans will always compare them to the manual of old. So you yeah, can understand why the manual fans might complain. Well, prior to two seasons ago, Liverpool were always comparing the team to the Liverpool of old, despite the fact they'd not done anything for thirty years. You can't keep comparing them. Um, th- that time of Man U being champions of England uh, and r- running away with Champions League and that is kind of over. 
they're going to accept that. They they need to accept that they are now what um, Tottenham were five years ago. They're so that the, the the three points off top with your game in hand. So they're in a the, the false position, like yeah. And Liverpool oh, playing yeah. Liverpool playing tonight as well. So if they win that. Yeah, well, it'd be, it'd be, yeah, six points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. I, I'm not. I'm not saying they are, but it's interesting that somebody might potentially challenge. We want a title challenge, don't we? We don't want Liverpool getting 98 points again and winning it in fucking what should be April or March time. So I hope they do it for that, but I don't particularly want Manu to win it. I suppose, but I don't want less, I don't want Liverpool to win it either. I don't know. Come on, Everton. <laughs> um, moving on to the. This is a two-parter. Um, this is Sheffield is shit number one. Uh, Sheffield United are still stuck on two points. Uh, they lost away to Burnley one uh, nil. Uh, I see lots of smiling faces in front of me. They're quite enjoying this. Odd. Uh, they would. They should. And well, they should have been earmarking Burnley as a game where they could have finally picked up a win. Yeah, and it's the it's the constant. Issue we've spoke about with them all season. They're just too poor up uh, up front. Mm. And uh, I know there were a stat on match at day last night. Uh, I think out of the is it 13 or 14 defeats, I think seven of them they've lost one nil. Yeah. So you can't you can't be expecting to win to win games without fucking scoring and. Mm. and yeah, they, I mean they they do create chances. They're not they're not that poor at getting chances. They just haven't got the quality in front line to uh, for for one reason or another this season to be to be competing in Premier League. So yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a big struggle for them unless they sign some fucking unknown wonder striker in. In January, but can't see that because they spent all that money on Brewster, who they don't always start. So, yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a long old season for him. Well, I was yeah. uh, comparing it to Derby 0708 and at this stage, Derby had got three, four, five, six, seven points on the board, which is obviously five more than Sheffield United have already got. Uh, which is just doesn't don't board well for him. <laughs> but uh, we've we've spoke about the situation at Sheffield United before. Chris Chris Wilder, for me, has done a brilliant job there. He's taken them from bottom of League One, which is what they were at the time when he took over, to the cusp of Europe last year, uh, with bargain buys in League One. As soon as he's had some money to spend, he's spent it on shite. And that's mm. why they are where they are, because they're still reliant on the people they bought in League One, the League One journeyman, and the new the new people he's brought in to try and uplift them consistently year on year to be better aren't good enough, because he doesn't know what to do with money in his hand. They've been showing up for what they are, which is League One journeyman now. Cause... I was about, about to mention they've got transfer window coming up in a few days. Do you think that'll save them all? But basically, I don't think I don't not. think they'll I don't think they'll I don't think they'll go out and spend anyway. Really, I think they'll try and they might they might they might bring a few in, but they'll be bringing it in with 
which championship in mind next year. I don't think they'll be going big to try and save themselves because they're not mm. that sort of club. If what you read is is right, they've got a wage cap of thirty five grand a week, so mm. it's understandable they can't compete in Premier League. <laughs> yeah. The sort of team that would go out and sign someone like Josh Windass. Can you yeah. shout next time, Wim? I understand that. that came across really, really loud for a second then, Wim. <laughs> okay. Um don't know what to say. Yeah, it kind of ruined your joke. I'm not going to let you do it again, but I'm just pointing it out. Okay, I would, fine! I would, argue, <laughs> I would argue his words ruined his joke. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> uh, Wayne, any any chance for... We, I'm going to ask you, I ask you all this every week, but I suppose, but anything you can give us on Sheffield United that's not just laughing? Uh, I mean, no. No, okay. I, I got. No I haven't looked at the stats and what they would require from now to stay up, but I would I imagine they would be looking at like borderline European form now to stay up. Probably, yeah. Well, the 11, so, Eleven points, aren't they? Off the, off the yeah. Game. I mean, let's let's not let's not walk before we can crawl. We've got to win the game first of all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think it's possible that they will go all season without winning a game? Well, I hope so. You made just comment about how many of their games they'd lost 1-0, something yeah. like that. And I think it was Howard Wilkinson that made the comment that it's something like along the lines of, I'm a firm believer that if you score one goal, the other team have to score two to win. Well, they're not even scoring one goal. That's the problem. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Let, you make uh, a very good point. Does anyone know if they've got like a... Director of football, like that. You know when you talk about transfers at Wilder's Met, the Surely the thing to yeah. try and try and get someone in who can who can spot a player. They have uh, got a director of football. Unfortunately, he was shot by the Americans and thrown <laughs> in the sea about ten years ago. <laughs> I, th- I think Wilder is left to run everything at the yeah, club. Isn't so. It? Yeah. So. Is that type of manager? Is old school type? He'll, he'll want yeah. to be every, in charge of everything. I think. Yeah, yeah. He seems like stubborn enough that he, mm. he, I don't want none of that uh, foreign shit. <laughs> yeah. Someone else buys me players. Probably, yeah. So yeah, Chris, funny. Chris Wilder there, member of the EDL. <laughs> <laughs> um, very good. So uh, that's. All the Premier League we've got to cover this week. Wayne, you want to do fantasy football and that type? Not only have you got a bag of goals for us this week. No, nah, I've not even looked. I think a lot of it were probably like winter breaks and stuff, so there weren't that many games on from what I saw. Okay. We'll wait for Wayne to uh, find okay. his way around technology. Fair enough. We'll uh, we'll do Super 6 first of all. As as Wayne, one. can you tell us who's top over the month? No. Um, <laughs> so we'll do Super 6 first of all. <laughs> Say, all right, fair enough. I'll tell you who's top of that month. That Just must mean I've dropped off from this. That's correct. That, that's correct. <laughs> um, no, we'll we'll. To be fair, it's end of month actually, so we can cover that. We'll start start with uh, the week first of all, which is actually around twenty four because there's been a few of them. Um, out of us lot. Uh, oh, well, hang on. You know, not all. He's missed off Saturday then when he finished bottom. Yeah, that's why though, isn't it? I we specifically said that I only cover the most recent one. Um, every time we do this show, 
because otherwise it means I've got to go back. But yeah, for those who are listening, I missed out Boxing Day where I uh, I got two points. Um, so the most recent week, week twenty-four, me and Nuttall both got nine points, and Odin eight points, Laxi seven points. No doubt there was a nil-nil in there for you, Laxa. Correct. Um, top for the week uh, was Daniel Harrison. Well done, Daniel, fifteen points. Top for the month, Jamie Lee, 69 points. Well done, Jamie. Um, no one else of any relevance near the top there, so we'll move on. <laughs> uh, season, I am in the top 10. I'm 10th overall for the season. Not all your 12th, only five points behind. Um, Odin, 20th. Laxi, not bottom. Well done. Oh, yeah. Third bottom. Um, overall for the season, Alan Stevenson. Still top, has been top for quite a lot of this season, actually, and he's broke the 200-point barrier, so uh, well done, Alan. Uh, fantasy football, we were talking beforehand, and I've actually had a decent week, and I am now up to 35th place. Look at that. <laughs> the dizzy heights. Yeah. Odin, 34th place. Honestly, we're going to get nosebleeds at this rate. <laughs> uh, Nuttall, I know you were... Next somewhere, I don't know where you are at all. I, I, you may not be. Oh, you're thirty third. I saw most of me. The fact that we're all next to each other there. <laughs> Technology again. Blackser, fourteenth place. Well done. You are making us look vaguely decent. Um, Christopher Lilly top. And yeah, well done to Christopher and Alan Stevenson. Uh, basically, we're not very good at this, and. Just while I'm on the subject, I can't find anything here that says transfers. Grow up, Wayne. I, gen- I genuinely don't know how to make a transfer. Well, you're going to finish bottom then. Yeah, I'm, gonna say, well, I'm not, not going to help you any further than I already have. No, no. Well, to be fair, I'm probably not going to finish bottom because last week, uh, Carl actually uh, Carl Nuttall only actually got seven, wait, seven points, five <laughs> points per week. So as long as he continues to be shit, I think I'm going to be fine. Uh, yeah, well done, Christopher right. Lilly and uh, Alan Stevenson, top uh, of the respective leagues at the end of the calendar year. Well done. Cool. All right, moving on to the EFL. And there is only one place we can start. start. It's Sheffield is shit number two. Um, Sheffield Wednesday have decided to sack Tony Pulis after 10 games in charge. After just 45 days, um, Chan Siri decided he's had enough of Tony Pulis and his stupid little hats. <laughs> and has brought. The, well, I don't know. I don't know what his plan is. Um, not Odin. Uh, sorry. How much did you laugh when you found out on uh, Tuesday, Monday? Odin. Odin. Why are you going to Odin first in all of this? <laughs> how, got, how much did you laugh? Because I laughed got, a lot. You've got two it, two very angry ginger people here that can discuss the, the shit show, and you're going to Odin. Well, you, can Odin. All, you can do all intellectual, all inside and outside kind of shit. I'll just laugh at you. <laughs> And to be fair, we've had we've had enough old, had enough digs at Leeds United the past few weeks. I think it's fairly fair that Odin has a few at you all. You know, you know what, Ray? It, it didn't surprise me one bit no. that second. It, it's just so it, everyone from outside I can see what's happened. All this promising the uh, uh, players in January a clear out and nice done a U-turn on it. So. 
he's fed up. He's fed up for funding for and getting shit thrown at him. But in all fairness, he's a shit. He, he, I, I've compared him to Chilino before. He's worse than Chilino. Worse. Chilino's um, mad. Chilino knew about football at least. Yeah, true. Yeah, and we're never in this kind of situation with him. But his same kind of joke shop uh, um, ways in running a football club uh, is a. I'd be embarrassed uh, if if he were my owner. Odin, I'm getting angry, but nothing to do with what you're saying. I can hear Nuttall deep breathing down his microphone, his position. Really, (laughs) it's really driving me mad. All you can hear is. And you know it's him because it's your look. His microphone is covering his nose. That's all you can hear. I'll I'll move it a little bit. Is that better? That was infuriating. I can't even tell what Odin was saying. So all I can hear is your deep breathing while you're con- considering what you're going to say about Chan <laughs> that, That's that's the theme coming from you. From it is. Head, it's just it's it's me building up. Uh, which one of you two wants to go first? Go on, Obi. Uh, well, I don't. I'm I'm not shocked. I, I was a little bit shocked it was a sacking. I thought Pulis mm. would have walked. Uh, we'd obviously discussed there were rumours a week before that mm. he were going to walk. Uh, I think what's happened there is is he's managed to finally get hold at chairman, sit down and and have a chat with him. And from what we can gather, is not just giving him what he wants from a transfer point of view. He's told him everything that's wrong with club, and Chancery doesn't take criticism very well. So he's basically, I'm not going to say what I was going to say, but he's he said. All right, goodbye, <laughs> and sacked him. Uh, where we go from here, I have no idea. I think, although Pulis weren't a popular choice as manager, and the ten games we had in charge were largely atrocious, I don't think anybody's got. No, nobody's. Oh yeah, thank God he's got rid of Pulis. Everybody's sort of like we're an absolute shit show of a club here, and Chancery is the problem. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where we go from here. We've, we, we, he has brought in a new consultancy firm, which it comes out today, uh, to basically, I, I'm assuming, help him run club. Um, it's d- d- w- WBD, WBD Consultants. Yeah, it's, it's Eric Alonso's biggest foray into sport is actually boxing rather than football. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I've, I've, I have had a look on the website today and uh, they are involved with a lot of clubs to be fair so listen chance ain't got a fucking clue so if you've got somebody that has got a little bit of a clue then it's going to be an improvement hopefully uh he is actually meeting media virtually tomorrow morning so oh, hopefully hopefully they ask him some pressing questions and I, the thing is i can see some pressing questions getting asked him getting upset and saying i'll sell club again then yeah which I mean, is why he does he will, and, he will do that but that's it's what it does. Bastard, isn't it? Well, it's ridiculous. To be honest, right now people would say, "You know what? Get on with it. Fucking do it." But realistically, um, and this is my biggest concern going forward, is going to want a ridiculous amount of money for us, mm. which is not going to get 
is because is is said before in press conferences whether he's talking shit or not you don't know that he's turned down 200 million for his in 2016 he's not going to get that is if you listen to the figures that people put forward they'd say he's invested somewhere around 350 400 million since he came in and you could see that in player transfers and buying stadium and all that sort of thing and the general running costs were losing 30, 40, 50 million a year. So you you can see where that he would have had to put that money in. Uh, he's going to want to recoup it. He's not just going to walk away, is he? He owns the stadium. He owns the training ground. He, he is the main club sponsor. He manufactures the kits. He literally, ha- and it's all done through separate little entities. None of it's held by Sheffield Wednesday. It's going to, it would be a minefield to sell it. And I don't know how he would do it. And I don't know how anyone would want to take it on. So if he's going to get his money back out of it, he's going to have to asset strip. And then you've got a potential situation like you've got Wigan. That is my biggest concern right now. It's it's a lot more common uh, in the last couple of years than people think this asset stripping problem. Look at what Steve Dale's done at Borough and he's continuing to do at Borough. Um, there's quite a few points to cover. We'll try and keep them um, as clear as I can. One, Chancellor ain't got a fucking clue what he's doing. He hasn't had a clue what he's doing since day one. Um, also, his wealth, as it turns out, has actually been more exaggerated than people think. Um, when he took over Wednesday, it was reported that he actually owned something like 40% of TUF, which is the um, frozen food group that the, his family own. Actually, turned out in 2018 that he only owns 0.6% of that group. <laughs> uh, the group itself is worth something like four billion. Um, so he ain't worth that much comparatively. Um, it's his, I think it's his dad that's uh, is actually the wealthiest out of a lot of them. Um, this Eric Alonso guy they're bringing in doesn't have the sort of connections that Doyen did when they were helping his first season. I think they've just brought him in for the sake of bringing everyone in. Um, no one is that upset that Pulis is gone. I think they're just more angry about his ownership. I weren't particularly a big fan of Pulis coming in in the first place. I weren't a big fan of Monk coming in in the first place, to be honest with you. I think they're both. The oh, okay. oh, Carver Hall. The only one we've been happy about were Bruce, really. Yeah. I, I, I look back over time and when he first came in, he brought in this management committee, which was made up of uh, Adam Pearson, Glenn Roder and somebody else. can't remember who the third person was. John, Jonathan Hill. Oh, there were four of them. Jonathan Hill and uh, Pete, uh, Pete Pem Pongsang. Well, whoever. The, the two people I know of, uh, Adam Pearson and Glenn Roder, were both... It, Involved in football, good football people know what they're doing. They both left within weeks. There's... Yeah, he came to leave. Bru- yeah, he did. Yeah, Steve Bruce walked mm. out and left us. Catherine May even walked out. There's got to be a reason all these people don't hang around with him. I'm saying it's a Billy No mates. <laughs> <laughs> the people that have been in football and know about football are not staying. Pulis now coming he's gone winning 10 games mm. oh, oh, one thing I would well. say is if, if they brought this Alonso in and he's saying that they are going to he's going to use his contacts and he's going to bring people in in January do you know who 
Eric Alonso's biggest client is? Romelu Lukaku. No, Max Max Gradle. <laughs> there you go. Gradle. The, the, How do you feel about him returning to Yorkshire? Road? I won't like to see him, but I have fond memories of Max Gradle. <laughs> did he get sent off when you were trying to get from on that promotion game? He did, yeah. That promotion game against Bristol Rovers got sent off for... Uh, they were getting niggled by one of um, Bristol Rovers players and he retaliated by stamping on his uh, foot, I think. Foot, I think. Okay. But, yeah. but and then I think you having Sam in the midfield would be a good combination. <laughs> well, the, th- the 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 immediate concern is the fact that players have still not been paid, so there is there's an immediate cash flow. Well, you would assume mm. there's an immediate cash flow problem, but we've just sacked Tony Pulis. If you believe what we're mm. reported, had a two and a half million pound contract for two years, so they're going to have had to pay that up. We're still paying Gary Monk. I, I don't. There's a rumor that he sold off some assets and that there is now some liquidity in the club as of yesterday, um, but. Sold them off to himself again. <laughs> it's some uh, the sold some part of to UF or they've moved something within to UF and now he's got some actual cash. Everything else has just always been in shares. So it'd be interesting to see whether December's wages appear on time or not. Comedy. Speaking, of, speaking cool. of managers and all, Hillsborough uh, Park's been shut. You know, uh, in last, last week, so capacity. We all, uh, we all managers that have uh, <laughs> all guardian <in> leave. <laughs> uh, Ode, where do you see it going? Can you can you see any sane manager, reasonable English, you know, who knows Championship English football semi well, reasonably taking the job? You yeah, yeah, yeah. and and it, it pains me to say this because um, is it Dave Ockner? If you if you weren't a named club, it was like when I I used to question it saying who'd want Lee's job, and you st- you still a reasonably big club. <laughs> that, I, that were through gritted teeth, weren't it? <laughs> so they, I mean, they, and then and then then you've got the excuse. If you do get sacked, oh, you're a fucking idiot anyway. And then you're probably set for another job after that. I, I personally don't think, because the the the, the people they mute, uh, again, you Nigel Pearson's, that, that's, right, that's not going to happen, because no. he's going to come in and do the same as what Pulis has done and said, this is a shit show, and he'll be gone with 10 games. So it, it's for me, it'll be somebody from abroad. Uh, Favourite with Bookies is Torsten Fink. I don't know. Where were he at? He was a Bayern Munich, but I remember him as a Bayern Munich player. I don't, yeah, I don't know I what he's done as a manager. Uh, World Cup. Yeah, I've, I have a look. He's managed Red, uh, Basel, Apoel, Basel, Basel, Basel <laughs> Apoel, Austria, Vienna, a few grasshoppers, a few. I don't, but is that pretty know. much all of New Year's old clubs? Yeah, I don't know if he's done it or any of them, but he's. He's favourite with Bookies at the minute. And the, the names don't just appear from nowhere, do they? Like that. No. Well, you never know. Look, you look at Barnsley, but brought in uh, <laughs> what's his face and look where they are now. Yeah. Remember when I said uh, after they appointed him? <laughs> yeah. I do recall. And now they're one of the informed teams in country, fight, just about fighting for playoffs and championships somehow. Um, 
unbelievable scenes. Uh, the Battle of the Bomber Championship is quite interesting. Six points between uh, 24th and 19th. Well, there'll be some good viewing for everybody on New Year's Day because half past five kickoff on Sky is Sheffield Wednesday versus Derby. Is it really? Mm. Oh, hey, Battle the Reese. Well, Derby could form, aren't they? No, you can't say that. <laughs> I'll believe it. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> Barbie have come into form, haven't they? Wayne Rooney, since, since he's took over, they've um, unfortunately stabilised him. So I'm quite enjoying well, Wednesday I'm, shoot I'm, themselves at foot and then Derby also shoot themselves, but we're, we're very comical from the outside. I've, I'm, 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 I want Rooney to do well, but I don't want him to do well at the expense of Wednesday, obviously. So I'm a bit, I'm, I'm torn on that front. So I'd rather they continue to do shit now. Mm. Uh, but yeah, they do seem to have picked up, which is a bit of a concern. But we're above Rotherham now, and I think we'll probably stay above them. So that's Wickham and Rotherham below us. We've just got to get one more. <laughs> We've got two games in hand, though. That's because of our COVID issues. I was, um, I was just about to say, like, so it's, a, it's a good time to move on and discuss how your under-12s got on <laughs> against Barnsley. I, I seen it's line-up, and that was the fucking strongest 11 you've got. It, it was sort of strong, but we don't have any midfielders to play. The main, the main issue is that we had no preparation time. We had less than two days training. So there's no preparation time. To, with the way Barnsley play at minute, you needed to get information into players to stand a chance, really. Uh, 20, 25 minutes in it were men against boys, Barnsley. They honestly made us look like fucking idiots. And you, you could tell that we weren't set up in the right way or that there were no communication with players. There was something not right in that initial period. Uh, but then towards game, you could tell Barnsley had played three games in a quite short amount of time because we sort of, we went long. <laughs> we went long and that's, because we had no preparation, that's what you do. If you've got a big man up front, it's easy. You just pump it up top and up for best and they're shit from set pieces and the shit defending against the target man. So that's why it didn't end up 5 or 6 nil. but it, it will worry you to start with. Like I said, I particularly enjoyed... Oh, that was awkward. Like I I particularly enjoyed... Uh, seeing Mick from our VAR cast trying to petition his local MP to get the game for sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To, to be fair, it shouldn't have gone ahead. Did the, you have the, four subs? Did I see you have four uh, Four including four and then a keeper. Five then. Uh, yes, yeah. five, yeah. Um, plus one. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. It's five. It's five. Um, we've, we've, got, we've had five cases of COVID. Two players came out came out of self isolation on the day, so they had zero training. Um, I don't know why it went ahead. When you've all, all these other clubs that have had three or four games called off, I'm not sure why ours was on. Wah wah wah! That's all I can fucking hear from you. Like saying, "Jesus, how many excuses? How many more you got? How many more excuses have you got? Dear me, get on okay. with me." I, I don't think Gordon's got much sympathy. I don't think he has, no. We didn't get on with it, we played. We still shouldn't have been played. Yeah, yeah. Blame, blame everything else. Blame everything else, you're like <laughs> you, you, You'd lost that game before you'd even said. It don't matter whether you'd had fully 11 out. You'd lost that game before you'd even said because you'd your, your club's defeatist mentality. It's right, though, actually. And mentality is one of the biggest things, isn't it? I, I've, it's like honestly it's more than tactics for me a lot of the time it is you're laughing confidence pe- defeats breed defeats somebody's going out they're already beaten they're beaten regardless of what somebody's telling them tactically I agree with you you were beaten before you got on pitch 
We'd have probably lost the game with a full squad anyway, is what I will say. I, I don't think we were going to win the game anyway. Um, but again, the game shouldn't have gone ahead. Compared to what everybody else has had, the game shouldn't have gone ahead. But we did our best. Played quite well. We're unlucky not to pick up a point. We move on, unfortunately. We've got, we'll have a, hopefully have a few more players back for New Year's Day. I think there's two or three due players due out of self-isolation. So we might even, we might even be able to make a full bench. I'm not sure yet. We'll have to wait and see on that. Um, on to a League Two game, which was abandoned last night. Then we see a Harrogate Town game was I, abandoned after I, 10 I, minutes. I was watching it and it looked... I, I comment at the time, I, do, I, I just couldn't get my head around how that had happened. No, because thought, they were basically yeah. saying the playing surface was unplayable. And surely if it was unplayable after 10 minutes, it was unplayable before kickoff. Yeah. I don't understand how... I, I haven't read anything about it today and whether there's anything more come out in terms of reasons because it weren't snowing either. So it's not no. like it was getting worse. Mm. The only thing it could have been doing were cutting up. Uh, but I, I don't... Yeah, I, I thought exactly the same last night. I thought, how can they call it off after 10 minutes? Is this the same Harrogate town that ripped up their artificial pitch in the summer <laughs> and relayed a completely new grass pitch? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'd like I'd like a referee's opinion on why the game was started and then ten minutes later called off. If it, it, like all says, ten minutes can't have made that much of a difference. No, um, and it tends to be a bit of a cop out when refs do this, um, and I've done it before. He's still, <laughs> still, still got paid. He still got paid. He's cop went inside him, but he still got paid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, may have been part of the reason, but it's 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 more about you not being the bad guy and calling the game off. And you'll you'll have heard it in Sunday League before, not all, where people say, "Oh, let's give it ten minutes and see what it's like." Bollocks! It's just, I'm not having that in League Two. It's it's just it's exactly the same thing. I'm not it's having just, it. It's just a, a stronger level with someone saying, "Oh, we'll try it, we'll try it," and then when it gets to a stage where you're like, "It's clearly not working," you can't be blamed for calling game off then. Cop out. It should have just been called off before it started the game. You, everyone would have known at that ground that it weren't fit enough to play. Yeah. No. Uh, I think you're defending referee the I'm actually slating ref because I'm saying he's he's took the easy option rather than the obvious option. I think the fact that this is maybe on a situation where because there were no fans and nobody's had to travel, that might be why they've I let it go so late and then thought, fuck it, we will have a go. But yeah, well, that's stupid. the point. You should have you should have had the balls to turn around and say, "No, it's yeah. not going to work. We're going to call. We're going to call it before start a game." Instead, he took the easy way out and said, "Well, we'll try it. We've tried it. It didn't work. We'll call it off now." Dickhead. No, good enough. No. Sack him. Sack him. Sack him all. Let's get a new set of referees in. Get Trevor Kettle. Get, get Trevor Kettle in. No, hang on. Fucking hell. <laughs> it's not, it's not that far. Uh, that's all I've got on my list. Has anybody else they want to mention? We've talked a lot about stuff. Do you want to mention your Ian Hendon uh, is a manager of our beloved FC Europa? He's not. He's Europa Point. Oh, I've got excited for a second. I thought I thought it was FC Europa. That's still no. sort of cool. Yeah, it was Europa Point. They played Europa Point in the first game. We covered Europa FC. They win like 9-1 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was a massive win, weren't it? Good old Ian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were about second bottom last time I looked. Fantastic. So, do we got anything else? We're happy to call it a day. 
It's a strange situation where we've got nothing to add at the end of the show. No. I, I can't even drag it out with pointless bullshit. Although I admit that by saying that, I'm now dragging it out with pointless bullshit. That's what Wayne does. Yeah. Call it, Lexi. Call it. Okay. So, this is our last episode of the year. Um, so, thank you, everybody who's listened in our first year. Um, sort of sorry if you've been offended by anything, but at the same time, no. if you are still listening, it's your own fault. You've, you've been warned. Um, so, yeah. I can't, believe I, I can't believe I got beeped out. That's completely out of order. Well, I could leave it in if you want. Leave it in if you want. I don't think there was anything wrong with it, personally. <laughs> I'll leave it in then. Don't worry about it, Wayne. You said it, not me. <laughs> Wayne will be back on with his P45 next week. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, we, thanks for listening to the first year. We're going to do some more stuff next year. We're going to spread out and do some more YouTube stuff and cover a few different sports, which not all really excited about. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good time to talk about that. Just talking about you and strike it out. That we will be branching out into other sports. Nuttall's agreed to come on and give some expert summary about his uh, his croquet career. Um, but yeah, um, look forward to the spring when we can start discussing the uh, the Northern Monkeys at cricket show. It's yeah. like soccer AM, isn't it? They used to swap over to cricket AM, didn't they? And oh, some... they did. Yeah. 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 yeah that was nobody, cricket nobody watches that anymore either. I don't think it's a thing anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, that'll be in the new year sometime. We we'll don't, don't know exactly what it is, but we'll do some other stuff. And uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you very much, Odin. It's been lovely winding you up this year. It's been it's been an absolutely fantastic year this year. Odin, <laughs> only person in the world to <laughs> make that statement. Um, has it been Odin. the best year of your football supporting life? Uh, Odin, just bear in mind that over 2 million people have died of COVID, so just be careful <laughs> how you're wording this. Footballing-wise, uh, yeah, the best year, but it could have been better. I would yeah. more people here. I would describe it as, and I think the Queen described it as this many years ago, an anus horribilis, which I think translates to horrible anus. What, what the year? Yeah, it is, for as a Wednesday fan, it's been a terrible year. You've had worse. I don't think we have as calendar years go. Actually, last yesterday was the first time we scored two goals at Hillsborough this season. <laughs> what more do you want this, this year? Sorry, <laughs> sounds fine to me. Cool. Uh, yeah. So everybody, um, if you've enjoyed it, make sure you follow us, subscribe, give us a rating on iTunes or wherever you're listening. And we'll be back early next week with uh, back in the probably normal time slot um, with a review of the first weekend. Wayne's pulling some random faces. What's up, mate? That's my normal face, but thank ah, you. Sorry. Okay, cool. Right, thank you for listening, and we'll see you all next year. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you, Odin. Thank you, Nuttall. Thank you. Happy thank New you Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.